Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. From spirituality, holistic healing, to creativity, and conscious business, we've got your mind, body, and spirit covered. Hi there. Welcome again to Liberate the Podcast. Uh, so we are bringing back our wonderful Akashic Record teacher extraordinaire, Helen. And, you know, Helen is a dear friend of mine and also, you know, super talented. She's really taking Akashic Records and mainstreaming it in a large way, especially in the Los Angeles area, allowing people to awaken to tap into their own Akashic records. Also an amazing reader, a teacher, trainer, facilitator. And, you know, if at any point you want to learn a little bit more about the Akashic records and say, what are they? We'll touch on it a little bit here, but we did a podcast, you know, a couple years ago, I want to say. And so that has the ins and outs and the basics for what are the Akashic records and we'll answer so many of your questions. So look back a little bit a few months ago, it's posted up there somewhere. It's episode 11. Oh, there we go. Episode 11. (laughs) So go back, watch episode 11. But today we're going to talk about something amazing. It's called Manifesting through the Akashic Records perspective. And so, Helen, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) So, um, you know, I I did a pretty big intro to you, but if you want to share anything else about yourself, uh, you know, of course, so probably a lot of people are going to go back and listen to that episode, but a lot has changed in the last couple of years as well. So share a little bit. Yeah. So since the last time we connected, I was a certified teacher. Since then, became an advanced certified teacher and now an elite certified teacher. So when I first... So elitist. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's... So what it means, yes, because I'm I'm not definitely elite. No, no, she is. In a a way, there's only a handful of people that have the ability to do what she does under uh, Linda Howell's, like training yeah. and so like there's there's really and I mean you're the only one on the west coast really right yeah um I there I think there's two um there's another woman in California who I'm really close with close friends but yeah f- um elite certified teachers there's there's less than 10 of us it's a really small group yeah but awesome. the yeah so the the training so when you become at the time that Christina and I did the first interview I was a certified teacher which allows me to teach and certify the beginning practitioner and advanced practitioner certifications. Then I went on to become an advanced teacher, which allows me to teach the healing certification. So the third practitioner certification. And now the elite certified teacher allows me to teach the fourth certification. So I want to, my hope and intention is to become a a certified teacher of teachers. So I really want to teach and certify teachers. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, teach and certify teachers and, you know, share a lot of your experience. I mean, I know that you've been working on, you you have your workbook for your students, but also, you know, working on creating your own book of, you know, everything that you've learned and some common questions and things from, uh, you know, I look at it as, 
the conversations with God, but the Akashic Record answers, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's asking these really beautiful questions and hearing that wisdom that gets channeled down that are some of the basic questions that a lot of humanity is asking in their daily life. Mm-hmm. And so a lot to come from this one, right? <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about this uh, manifesting through the Akashic yes. Records. Yes. Okay. So... Share what Tell you about it. Share okay. what it is, you know? So it's really amazing because these certifications, they actually prepare you to manifest. So the manifesting work is the fifth certification. And just in my own personal experience has really been the pinnacle of the work. So as I've been out teaching, you know, my students how to work in the records and different things to do, healing and clearing and things like that, kind of discovered there's not like a really big oomph of like manifestation. Mm. It's like we've done so much work, but a lot of the students are, or even clients are still like, but you know, all of this inner work, why is it not manifesting in my outer world? So this, I, I call the pinnacle of the work because each class builds on the next. So it's like this evolving curriculum. So in the first class, we learn how to access the records for ourselves and others. In this, the next class, the second class, we start to work with energy healing in the records, um, clearing unwanted ancestral patterns, reconciling past lives. That's really important because all of those... So in the records, the records are... Uh, a vibrational record of a soul in its journey. Okay, I was so, going to say, I was saying, just in case some people don't want to go back and watch, we should probably just do a, you know, yes. a Cliff Notes version of what it is. Yes. So, yeah, it's basically, it's this um, sphere of energy, and it corresponds to Earth. So the way that I sort of envision it is, it's this, like, energetic sphere around Earth, and it really corresponds to all the physical things on Earth. Now, what's interesting about the records is that they're infinite. So anything that's happened in a prior lifetime, anything that is like an ancestral trait or characteristic, all of those things are connected through the records. And those can create limitations, but they also can empower us. You know, mm-hmm. there's you have to really find the balance between when it, when something is becoming a limitation and then of course when something you're you're really empowered or you've like mastered something. Yeah. So we work on that and then in the third class we go so so deep into wounds. So for example a wound is just um could be like a grievance that I have against myself like you know I I really hate that I always bite my nails, you know, and I can't mm-hmm. stop biting my nails. So we'll take that little problem into the records and we start resolving all the deeper patterns that have existed in the records. So we kind of like clear out the closet. So then we're in this like really prime place to start manifesting, but we can really manifest anything. So the idea with manifestation through the records is we want it to be preferred manifestation, which is conscious and deliberate manifestation. So in the next class, we start to discover our soul's intentions and purposes. So mm. what are those agreements or promises that we had made on a soul level to come to earth and experience? And then how do we make that useful? How do we turn that into a profession? How do we you know, make money to do the things that we want to do, all these things that are really required to be on earth. 
So the discover class, the fourth class, that really allows us to start identifying some of those like higher vibrational agreements and promises that we made. So then we get to the manifesting work. And as I shared, this is preferred manifesting. So we have to we have to be very conscious and deliberate. So we've done all this work. We're so aware, we're so conscious, but we're still experiencing some problems. Yeah. Like we might have some issues around um, how to move things forward. So what we do is we kind of go back a little bit into the intentions and agreements that we've made with ourselves. We start to look at how those fit into our inner triangle of heart, mind, and will. Okay, talk a little bit more about that. Okay, so the inner triangle is heart, mind, and will. So the heart aspect of it is that it has to feel good to us. It has Mm -hmm. to make us happy. Of course, none of us want to do anything that doesn't make us happy, but sometimes we do things that don't make us happy. Oftentimes. I mean, right. People, I mean, if, if, if everything in your life is a manifestation of you, then there's plenty of people that have manifested some pretty interesting aspects for their self, I right? I know. You know? Yes. And it's, it's, you know, so that's, there's a lot that's not making people right. happy. Okay, so like bringing it in, because this yes. is conscious manifestation, yes. right? And intentional, yes. right? Yes. So it's it's interesting. Sorry, my, my little guy fell. But it's interesting that we you, you're looking at it from this clearing, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, like in my experience, we're getting back to the heart, mind, and will in, in, in a minute. But, you know, I, I know that there's probably a lot of people that might be drawn to this title because they're ready to have that life that they're desiring or wanting, okay? And it's not to say that you can't have that. Of course you can have that. You can have that and more because you might discover more of what you want. Mm-hmm. But the interesting aspect of it that I think that we glossed over a little bit, but I want to dive in a little bit deeper, is the fact that there's all of these different courses within the Akashic records that you said build upon each other mm-hmm. because you have to, you have to clean things out. You want, you have to become aware, then you have to clean it out. Then you have to really kind of purify even more. And then you have to know what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes people, it, it, it's like, I want this, but why do you want that? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like I had a client one time, like, Oh, I, you know, I can't be happy until I have this certain sports car. I forgot what, what, what they wanted or whatever. And I, not knocking that. I just have whatever you want, you know. But I, I said to him, you know, well, what, what purpose does that serve? You know, why mm. do you really want that? Well, then, you know, then, I, it, then I'll be able to. Uh, oh, it actually started with I want to have this. I want to make all this money. Mm-hmm. And and th- that was how it started. I want to make all this money. I said, why do you want to make all this money? So I can buy this particular sports car. And I said, okay, well, why do you want this particular sports car? And and he said, well, then I can have a girlfriend. And I said, and I said oh, so you think that you can't have a sports car until you have money and then or, or you, you can't have a girlfriend until you have money then a sports car then the girlfriend mm-hmm. and then for all for what purpose oh then I'll be happy you know kind of thing and it's just like well is that what you really want mm-hmm. you know like because oftentimes somebody's trying to manifest and if they're trying to manifest a certain like salary or the certain sports car let's just say but if the intention is really you want to manifest love well maybe you're setting your energy towards the wrong vertical Mm 
Yeah. And maybe if you 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 manifest towards love, I'm not knocking. You can have whatever car you want. You have ten sports car. I don't care what people manifest. There's no judgment there. Mm-hmm. It's about what the intention is, though. Because yeah. if it's love, go for love first, and you might find that that love vertical will actually make you far more successful in the prosperity sense and allow whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, it's interesting yes. to that. So so you're getting into this heart, yes. and so that's the, that connection to what it is you truly want. Yes. And I'm sorry to just no, I love it. This is so helpful. It's so helpful because it's really, I'd love for you to chime in as I kind of connect the triangle together. So the next part you'll love because it's the mind. So the mind, so it, the mind is all about, it has to make sense to you. And the mind is also limiting patterns and conditions and beliefs. Okay. So for example, let's say, I want love, just going off this experience. I want love, you know, but I have to have all of the, and so I want love, and in my heart, this is the path that I need to take to get to love. Well, then I go to the mind, and the mind is like, yeah, but you're just, you know, working a minimum wage job. How are you going to have the money it's going to take forever? Like, that doesn't make sense. The mind's like, that doesn't make sense. And not only that, you're not good enough you know, the beliefs, um, your family's never had it before. So the mind starts to kind of like crush yeah. down the dream. Yeah. So the mind is all about, so the heart is, when we come back to the heart, does this make me happy? And the mind is, does this make sense to me? Yeah. And oftentimes they're out of alignment in that ex- example or in the example I gave of a client that I had, you know? Yeah. You know, and I like that you coupled with the same kind of example, love and, and, and you know, prosperity right you know and so uh that disconnect and that disconnect is going to actually suffocate the heart right Mm -hmm. you know and so there's no alignment there and you can't manifest unless you have alignment right right okay so your mind how do you make the mind through the akashic records be in alignment so the way that i do it personally i get affirmations from my records so when i when I find out, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you this part in just one second because I'm going to move to the will and then I want to give you my example. Okay, perfect. So the will is, that's basically your, you, the experience between your soul and the outside world. What I like to say about the will is like when there's a will, there's a way. Okay. It's like you will find a way, you will take action and you will do. When the inner triangle is not balanced, when it's imbalanced, you can't do. You can't Mm. move. You can't manifest. So, so for example, there was something that I wanted to manifest and I checked in my records with my inner triangle and I was like, where is my inner triangle imbalanced? So in my records, and I communicate with the masters, teachers, and loved ones, they said, your mind is not balanced. And I say, what do I need to balance it? You need an affirmation. What's my affirmation? And then they'll basically give me like three sentences um, is pretty average. And then they say, say this for 21 days, three times a day. And your mind will, your mind will come into balance with the triangle and then you'll move forward. And what's so crazy. Isn't that cool? It's like, it's like she talks to the invisible and they give her assignments and give her instructions of how to move your life forward. I know. But the interesting thing in, the, in this is that if you're thinking that this sounds crazy, how many people have you certified? 
like over 250. Okay, so she's she's taught over 250 other people to do this process in some way, shape, or form to tap in and get some answers. Now, people might not hear it as clearly as you hear it. Some people might have a feeling. Some might, people might right. have a different sense. But every single person that is watching this in some way, shape, or form in your life you have that sixth sense. There's some form of intuition, that gut feeling, that response. But it's only like allowing ourselves to listen or to be aware or to get a hint or a clue from maybe something outside of you. So if it, I, I don't want to discourage people if they're like, well, I don't have the access to talk to these invisible beings like Helen does, but I want my manifestation quote, you know? Like, <laughs> and so it's like, well, maybe that comes to you in a different form. Like yeah. maybe it's you get it in, in, in meditation. Maybe you're directed or guided to a certain book or you're drawn to a website mm -hmm. that has a certain quote on it or this poem that really just strikes a chord with you. Maybe you overhear a lyric in a song that gets stuck in your head. These are all ways that the other realms are communicating with you through your apparatus of receiving. So being open and receptive. So if you're listening and you want to say, hey, I want my inner affirmation, just try to be a little bit more aware of how it could show up. Yes. Okay. Yes, and I do have some classes coming up. And then you can learn how to open yours too through Helen here. We'll share those details at the end. Yeah. So, okay, so this is the inner triangle. So when, when we're aware of this inner triangle, um, then we start to work with those desires of whatever that preferred manifestation is that we want to obtain. So I usually like to... For me personally, my a lot of my sole purposes are to share this work, to bring, I call it like the key to the universe. It's like I want everyone and anyone who is open and interested to have the key to the universe. So that's a part of my soul's purposes. So in my soul's purposes, well, what are the steps that I take so that I can be proactive in making sure that everybody has this access? Well, of course, teaching, right? Connecting, sharing, uh, doing readings for people, educating. Doing this podcast. Doing this podcast. So many things. So if my, so just looking at the, um, the heart, mind, and will, and again, the purposes, I want to use that triangle to discover anything and everything that is in the way blocking me from that. So that's the tool that we use in the Akasha. Okay. Then I have to take appropriate action. So the earth plane is about taking action. We are a plane of action. So what is the appropriate action I can take to move into this preferred state of manifestation? Okay. So that's what it is. Okay. And can you t tap a little bit more into will? Yes. Because that's that, you know, like, I think everybody can understand, does it feel right? Does it make me feel good? Do, is my head turned around? But I think mm -hmm. that there might be some little struggle of what that difference is in will. Yes. So, so the will is conscious action. It is how the soul interacts with the outer world. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk about, um, let's talk about when we're driving and we know how to get home, right? Um, 
if we're driving home for the first time, we're very conscious and aware. We have to be because we need to know how to get home. But then once we get home, we know the pattern. We know the, the path, the route, and our subconscious kind of takes over because we know. We don't really need to try to figure out the path. We already know it. So the will is conscious and it's how it interacts with the outside world. So the idea with will is that we have to be conscious. So you have to be conscious and in a way would you say that putting, would it be the energy and the force too? Yes. You know, because I mean, let's, let's face it. A lot of people have really good intentions in their heart. They might even create a plan, but they never take a step. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, there might be people that listen, you know, to this. Oh, yeah, that, that one thing I always wanted to do. And I created an alignment with my thoughts. I created alignment with my heart. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, but for whatever reason, I didn't do it. Yeah. Right? Um, would you say that that's part of yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Because I love that the comment that I made a little bit earlier, when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. If there's a will, we are, we are going to be deliberate, conscious, and take action and find the way. Yeah. So it's exactly the same. Like we we know how to take this step. We figure it out. If we don't know, we talk to people. Yeah. Do you think that the will interacts with the heart strongly? Definitely. Because I, I, I feel that people that have a strong will normally have a strong why. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, the bigger the why, the easier the how. Yes. Right? You know? And so oftentimes if people are having trouble taking action, I say, your why is not big enough. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean? Well, if you're not motivated, you know, maybe it's like, do, do you need to do it for somebody else? Does it need to be that? Or maybe the why is too abstract, so it's not clear. There's no focus, right? Yeah. You know, with the, the interaction with the outer world, you know. Um, but, okay. So, now, what is this preferred state of manifestation that you're talking about? Because, okay, so this is, is I'm hearing that, you know, there's these three aspects within yourself. Mm-hmm that all need to be in alignment with, let's just call it your desire, or let's say the object or the state or the thing of manifest that you want to manifest, whether mm-hmm. that, that is a thing, a feeling, a tangible, untangible, whatever that is, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. it's nominal or non-nominal, you know, if it's in a wheelbarrow or it doesn't, but you know, like if what, so that, that is the triangle. So the triangle's mm-hmm. in alignment. Okay. Yeah. So then you said that that moves you into the preferred state of manifestation. So what, all right. So there's, so basically preferred manifestation, there's three requirements that, okay. that make preferred manifestation, preferred manifestation. So the first is your happiness and well-being are required. So that's the first thing. Hmm. Happiness and well-being are required. Okay. So the second, it's an ongoing process. Adjustments are needed. Nothing is set in stone. So you have to be open to different outcomes. You can't limit yourself and be tied to a particular outcome because preferred manifestation is allowing yourself to be open to the unlimited potential and possibilities. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 I hear that people oftentimes say they get fixated, mm-hmm. right? It has to be him. It has to be her. It needs to be this opportunity. It's got to play out in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And they get so attached 
that they forget to look at what else could be possible. Right. Right? And they might not even know. I mean, if I'm looking over here, I'm not even seeing what's over here. And if I'm like, that's it. There might be something magical right here I'm not even seeing, right? So so I, I hear that. Okay, and what's the third? <laughs> so the third is whatever you're trying to manifest has to meet and pass the inner triangle of heart, mind, and will. What do you mean pass? So it needs to be balanced. Ah, uh, okay. So so you have to have, you know, it has to bring you joy and happiness. Right. You have to be open to you can't be attached. Uh, so so the heart, mind, and will is it, it has to make me happy. It has to make sense. And I have to take action. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm saying the preferred state. Yes, 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 yes. And so, and, and so, so you're kind of putting the, the few things in. So Right. Uh, together. And then what is possible to manifest at that? Oh, my God. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about this. Um, so I've been working in the records for almost five years. And prior to working in the records, I, I'm a, um, an entertainment industry producer. So I worked in um, TV, film, um, music videos, music industry, um, developing, you know, production, everything. And I started my own company. Um, but things were just really not, that was not preferred manifestation. Let me tell you, that was like sloppy manifestation, <laughs> even though my heart was in the right place. It just was a big mess. Well, we're learning. You need <laughs> your heart, your mind, and your will in the right place. It has to bring you joy and it can't be attached. Right. So there, there's actually five components that it has to be here. You know? I know. Uh, it's not a three-legged tr- uh, t- table. It's a, it's a five-legged <laughs> table here. <laughs> So I had to take a little break. I had to give myself some space from it, and I needed to figure out what I was doing that wasn't working. And that's what brought me to the Akashic Records. I used the Akashic Records as a resource for guidance and direction. So when I come back to... Um, Okay, so I ha- so we have Helen who has all these you know producing skills and gifts and abilities, and then we have Helen, this um, Akashic practitioner and teacher that has these incredible skills, gifts, and talents. And about four years ago, my masters, teachers, and loved ones were showing me in my records. They would say, Helen, you see yourself as a producer and who you are as an Akashic teacher practitioner as two separate things. Hmm. But these are actually one. And I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. doesn't make sense. It's not reality. <laughs> so I kind of like brush it off. I'm like, whatever, guys. And I go going about my life. And, you know, and as I'm doing my Akashic records work, it's the most fulfilling. I don't want to produce, you know, at this, at this stage, I'm like, no, what's like giving me life and love and you know, and tangible manifestation is like me working in these Akashic records and sharing them and seeing my students and my clients just explode. So, um, I start doing like more content, creating more content. And one of my clients is a producer and she was working on a Netflix show. She asked me to come in and do some readings for her um, her talent. She had um, four cast members. She wanted me to come in and do a reading for each of them on the show. So I went in and I read for the first three girls, and then the fourth girl was resistant. 
I didn't know at the time, but later discovered that she was very religious and it's against her religion to have this um, kind of experience. Um, so her, so the producer asked her, just give Helen 10 minutes or something. So she decided to give me 10 minutes. When she came in, I was having a conversation with her, just like, you know, two friends. And I was like, so just tell me like, what's coming up for you? You know, what's this resistance? And, um, she said beliefs, you know, she was, um, and also she was a little nervous about the experience. So I just started to share with her who I am, where I'm from, how I came to it, you know, what I've done to get here. And through that 20 minute conversation, um, I ended up saying, you know, so do you want to give this a try? And she goes, now nah, I'm good. And I was like, okay, but if you are meant to come to your Akashic records, you are not going to hear about it from the producer or from me. And then she said, okay, fine. I want to give it a try. So she, so I give her a 10 minute reading. And it was so great. I loved it. So I finished the readings. And then after the show, the producer comes up to me and says, that was amazing. And I want to develop a show around what you do. So now, believe it or not, her and I are discussing what kind of show potential there is around the work that I do, the Akashic Records, and then also how do we deliver that to an audience. Uh-huh. So we're really looking at um, basically just creating something that is maybe like a docu-series, um, like a transformational show. But then I was like, whoa, this really is two as one. Yeah, because you'll be producing it. Yes. And, and so it brought back the TV and it brought back, it aligned with the Akashic Records. Yes. And always, and you know, and I started to explore this recently in my records, like, why is this my life? Like, wh- why did this happen? Why is it happening? Why Why do I feel such a strong desire to um, share myself with the world in this way? And they they brought me back to a childhood moment where I used to produce plays in my backyard. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved to tell stories, to make people feel good, to like wake up their awareness or consciousness. And I just wanted people to feel like uplifted to like go about their day and and be happy. Really, that was just like my, my intention. So they were just showing me how all of these things that I did in my life, I needed to do them so that they could come together in this way. Because if I hadn't done the producing and I went to Akashic, well, I don't have the experience to bring this, you know, to the world. If I did my producing and not the Akashic, I would be missing that, you know, the, the fulfilling aspect. I mean, this like feeds my soul. So really those two go together so well. It's, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of times I, people wonder, and even myself at different points in life is that, you know, these different facets of ourselves, and we sometimes mistakenly say, well, that was a past chapter, right? <laughs> but it's interesting that the chapters of a book, even though it might feel like it was an aspect of your past, it's almost like the ribbon of time and how they say like time folds upon it. Like, you know, uh, you know yeah. we're not really past, present, future at the same moment. We'll get into that a little bit. But um, <laughs> anyways, there, there, there's a saying that time isn't linear, that it actually folds upon itself. And so 
I often look at your book of life in the same way. That these chapters, even even though sometimes when I say that's an old chapter, leave it behind.、Mm-hmm. But really, your past is part of you,、mm-hmm. and that there's often times we don't understand why this aspect of ourselves that mattered so much suddenly became a past of ourselves. But oftentimes. I feel that, that comes back,、mm-hmm. and and then it all integrates, and it's almost like you're putting together a puzzle, and you're working on a section over here because you know you can see the color pieces, and you're popping all. The, I don't know. Does anybody do puzzles anymore? I I used to do puzzles, but you know, like you you know what I mean when you're、yeah. putting them together, you're trying to coordinate them by different color tones,、mm-hmm. especially if you're doing like a thousand piece puzzle, right? <laughs> so you're putting the pieces over here, and you're working on the section, and you got most of this like red tone together, or whatever. Then you kind of stop. For a minute, and you go over here, and you're working on this blue shade over here. But ultimately, they all piece together to create this, <laughs> you know, picture. And it's like, yeah, you might separate, and you might be just focused on the blue pieces. You might just be focused on the red or the yellow or whatever color tones you're doing、mm-hmm. to try to make the puzzle easier to assemble. You know, <laughs> but really, it's one. Yeah. Right. And it, it's it's beautiful that we can have that, and we can have this beautiful integration in our lives nowadays. That we're pulling in these aspects or or elements of our past, present, and future to merge.、Mm-hmm. Right. I love that puzzle analogy, and also it just came to me right now. No, Never used it before in my it's life. It's so <laughs> great. And when you do your puzzles, do you do the outside frame first? Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was curious because the way that I do puzzles is I do the outside frame first, and then I fill everything in.、Uh, yeah, a lot of times I, I have done it like that before, you know, because they're easy. Because I mean, you can see you're not looking for all the same pieces, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm interesting because you know we're framing things together,、mm-hmm. and we do. And you know what? It's interesting to do the outside first because really it's like. It's a, it's a, it's a. How we start into this world is really how we end,、yeah. right? You know, it's oftentimes you the, the cycle, and it's even in, it's it's even interesting how like you know a baby needs so much love and attention and support from its family to really raise it because it can't really operate on its own.、Mm-hmm. And you know, as people get older. You know, people might have parents or grandparents and things like that that they need to rely once again on their family,、mm-hmm. and they can't operate and function on their own.、Yeah. You know, and and it's this it's this interesting cycle, but carried with a whole bunch of wisdom. Yeah, you know, like and it's the start and the end, and it's the outer circle <laughs> or the outer puzzle. I know. So with with this manifestation and alignment and the ability to You know, have these parts of yourself integrated. What things do you think are possible for people? Well, what's really important about specifically manifestation through the Akashic records. So, I want to take a step back because when we go to the Akashic records, we become aware of our soul level truth, soul level purposes, soul level intentions. So, when it comes to manifestation. What we are actually manifesting is our souls, our souls' truest desires, which、mm. sometimes are not always like our mind's desires, or you know, definitely they're connected to the heart. But sometimes even the heart can be off by a beat. So, 
Um, so some of these like sole purposes and things like that, it's not, it's not always a practical thing. It's never like, um, you know, I wouldn't say that my soul's purpose was to be a producer. I would say that some of my soul's purposes was to be a storyteller and it didn't have to be just producing. It could look like anything really. So we, Mm. we really want to discover what those true soul purposes are. Yeah, and not be attached right? so that they can manifest because when our mind gets that form of attachment, like if a storyteller to you was that I need to be an author Mm -hmm. and you were super attached to that, then you wouldn't have ever even allowed yourself to be a storyteller through producing or developing, right? Right. You know? Yeah. Or sharing. Mm Mm-hmm. And sharing stories, sharing insights, sharing other people's experiences, sharing your own experience. Even telling that story right now is a form of storytelling. Right. Yes. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, I was storytelling. I used to lie as a kid too. I was a storyteller. You know know what's interesting? Okay, I don't know if anybody else's elementary school did this, but my elementary school, like created this thing. I went to Summers Elementary. That's where I want to be. <laughs> Friends and teachers are the key. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, uh, one of my friends had posted something on Facebook recently, and it was this thing that was written, I think, I don't know if it was in our yearbook or if it was this, this write-up or this thing that one of our teachers had done, but they went through the class And they said it was a story of what the kids were doing, you know, 20, 30 years from now or something like that. If it was like in 2020 or something like that, what would what would those kids be doing? And the interesting aspect (laughs) of I mean, this was when we were like maybe in kindergarten or first grade. I mean, I don't think it was it was pretty early in elementary school. It wasn't even like sixth grade year or anything like that. I mean, it was pretty early. I mean, it could have been like third grade. I don't know. But it was elementary school for sure. And and so but the interesting aspect. Almost every career vertical was on point. Oh, my God. See? Like that friend that had shared that I think they said that uh, that she was going to be a doctor and she's a nurse. And then there was another guy that was going to be a scientist and he's a scientist. It said that I would own my own television network and I own my own production company. It's oh it, and it, it was just like it was it was bizarre, like it, the amount of things. So I'm 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 hearing the story of this essence, and I just wonder how much. And I'm, this is just me going off cost right now. You know, those that that watch this, they know that I like I, I literally spend my nights thinking about like analyzing everything and figuring out the world and the theory of things, right? You know. So, but I I, I geek out to this this stuff. I I don't think I can swear, but okay. So, but how? As a kid, your soul's essence was a storytelling. And then I'm thinking back to this post that was done not too long ago where anybody that I was still in contact with like they were literally living out their their mm. their their predetermined <laughs> destiny at let's just call it third grade, you know, like it could have been kindergarten, but like their predetermined destiny when they're this big, and and somebody was able to predict that, and it was done in such a playful manner of like this teacher was just writing like 
like a prediction and it was done in like a future paper like newspaper you know like but I just wonder I wonder if everybody tapped into what they really were or doing naturally Mm -hmm. when they were a young little buck yeah like what that would end up I know translating to like I wonder if they could really allow for that inner truth to be manifested and or if it already did manifest but maybe they're they're not in that heart alignment because their mind isn't allowing themselves to enjoy it because they had an attachment to it looking differently yeah right and so they fell out of love with that aspect of their self right yeah you know, but, and they forgot that maybe that is their true essence. I love this story because it makes me think about people like we, like, first of all, when we're young, we're not so conditioned by our, by the people in our environment or, you know, it's like, we're so pure. So we do know, of course we know, but then we become, you know, conditioned and we're, we have other beliefs imposed upon us and people telling us like who we are when we know who we are, but someone's saying that's who you are and that's not who we are. So then, you know, we start to get older and it's like, well, if you want to make money, you either have to be a doctor or a lawyer. And it's like, well, no, I want to, I want to be a painter or I want to be an actor. I want to be, be a musician. So we have all these like imposed, you know, beliefs of, who we're supposed to be, but we know who we are supposed to be. Well, we know who we are. Exactly. Supposed to out of it, you know, like it's it's about who are you and how do you love and accept yourself and stand in that energy. I know. You know, and I say this, I don't know, I don't even know if I've ever said this on like a podcast, but I often say it in when I guide classes or or one-on-ones, there's 7.2 billion people on the planet, you know? There, there's, you know, another 10 or so that have lived before us and another God knows how many that will live after us. Mm-hmm. But of all these people that have ever lived or will live or be, you know, you're the only you. Yeah. Like, even identical twins aren't the same. Like, you're the only you. Like, so why not just embrace that essence of you, mm-hmm. you know, and... And I get it, society, pressures, responsibilities, this weird psychological needs or have-tos or attachments. But what I love about this process of what you're explaining and, and making available for people to try and do some of these alignments on their own and hopefully come and learn some stuff from you or somebody else that maybe if you're out of state or out of the you know country that you can learn from somebody to mm-hmm. really tap into this. Mm-hmm. And, and But it's allowing people to really rediscover their self. Yeah. Right? And uncover who they truly are and give themselves permission to be that. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be super surprised in what they manifest and what they create. But ultimately, I, I'm at the firm belief of what anybody's trying to manifest or create. If you really get like the example that I gave with the client is they're trying to manifest happiness. Yeah. Right. Whatever that thing is, object is, attainment, advancement, accomplishment is. Mm. On some way, shape, or form, you're thinking it's going to achieve happiness. Yeah. But what I love about what you were saying from the perspective of the Akashic Records is happiness is now. It's that state of, is this bringing you happiness and joy? Are you listening to your heart? 
And, you know, how do you bring yourself back to that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's through that that, you know, then you can live, then you can play, then you can have fun. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, I mean... We were goofy just a minute ago. We went and jumped on scooters and drove around Hollywood, um, right? You know, but it was activating a, a kid-like energy. Yeah. And then it changed, did it change your whole mood? It changed my whole mood. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, 10-minute ride around the, the city, you know, going on a little cruiser. We, like, in L.A., uh, I, I, again, I don't know if you people are in other spaces, but in L.A., like, there's been the surgeon of scooters everywhere. They're just scattered on the street and the sidewalk. They're anywhere you walk. You can't really go more than a block without running into a scooter. And, you know, like, they're, they're super cheap. They're, like, 10 cents a minute or something like that. And you can jump on them and go speed riding, you know. But, like, it's, like, how do people incorporate the little gamification mm -hmm. so that they can actually listen to their self? Because in those moments after, I think that we play, you know, we are in our heart space. And the next response, if you say, what is it that you really want, you might get some clarity. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyways. What else would you like to share, Helen, before we close? Um, oh, so great. There was something at the top of my mind um, when you were sharing, but it was, uh, we were just going, going back and forth. Um, well, since you're not thinking right now, popping, more things will happen, but <laughs> where can they find you? Yeah, especially because you heard her say that she was making more content, so there's videos she's created, too. So where can yes, they find you? Where can yes, they locate some of yes, your other videos so they yes. can tap in? So a couple things. Uh, so you can actually find me at Liberate Hollywood. I'm here every Wednesday from 1 to 9. Hopefully we get her more than that. <laughs> <laughs> And starting to get busy, too. So, yeah, there could definitely be more days in my future. Um, so, yeah, here every Wednesday. Um, I'm also teaching a couple beginning certifications. I am teaching a beginning certification at Liberate Emporium, which is our, is it the mother or the sister store? I say we're sisters. Sister, sister. Okay. So that one's June 14th, 15th, and 16th. So I'm teaching people how to access the records for themselves, others, and anything else having a life force. So you can open up the, rec the records of a crystal, a home, a business, a project. So a that's pet. A pet. It's really fun. She opened up Piggy's records one time. It was pretty interesting. She had a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love opening up their records. Um, you have to ask their permission. But I also have another beginning certification that's going to be at Liberate Hollywood. That one is August 24th and 5th. So a um, couple opportunities this summer for anyone that's interested in learning how to do this for themselves and others. It's such a, a beautiful practice. And then just separate of that, I do have my own little business. It's called Just Be True to You. And the reason, the reason I named the business Just Be True to You is because... I felt like a lot of people were telling me who I was and I just wanted to be me. So creating this business around my Akashic Records work really gives me permission to just say, you know, I don't care if you guys have any judgments or you want to impose your comments or whatever on me. It's like, this is who I am and I love the Akashic Records and I'm going to share it. Yeah. And helping other people just be true to them. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. And so through through your website, yes. you, they can link into some of your educational videos and some yes. of the things that yes. you do there. I have a YouTube channel now that we started. Um, we do monthly message videos and we're starting to build some other content. Um, and I believe my YouTube channel is under Helen Vonderheide. So you guys can search for it and find some content of the messages that I get from the records. Awesome. What else would you want to leave people with? One thing. One thing. Well, um, oh, I just want to encourage everyone to, um, to basically come back to that inner child, to find that pure essence of yourself, to discover, rediscover what you already know, and to take that and start using this preferred manifestation to make it happen. Yes. So if you're having blocks on manifesting, see about those alignments, you know, like see if all of those five things really are in alignment yeah. and, you know, go jump on a scooter. I know it was so fun. <laughs> or do something, play, you know, whatever that is for you. And then ask yourself right after you're doing that, what do your heart wants? Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Helen. You're welcome, Christina. Until next time. <laughs> if you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium. All one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.